This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audioized version of the world's number one real estate investing blog. Hope you're having a relaxed Sunday. I'm your host, Tyler, and I read these articles so you can keep learning while you go about your busy life. Oh, and you'll find endless content on biggerpockets.com. Create an account today. It's free. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. The six most common mistakes new investors make including Thinking It's Easy, by Kevin Perk. After a dozen years in the real estate investing business, one thing I have learned is that mistakes will be made. I've made some pretty good ones when I first started out, (laughs) and I'm still making and learning from them today. Mistakes are just a part of life and are something we all have to learn to deal with. Looking back over the years, I see that many of these mistakes were actually, you know, good things 
as they taught some valuable lessons and offered even more valuable experience. Newbies to this business are unfortunately more prone to making mistakes simply because of their lack of experience. These mistakes can cost them a lot of money and put a bad taste in their mouths for real estate investing. I've seen more than one person make a serious mistake that they really are never able or want to recover from. Hopefully, this podcast can save some of the newbies out there from making a serious mistake that kills their dreams of having a successful or being a successful real estate investor. There are many types of mistakes that can be made, but in thinking about it, they seem to fall into six general categories. So here they are, the six most common mistakes new investors make. Number one, being overly exuberant. A lot of newbies are so excited to have discovered the world of real estate investing. They should be, as it can change their lives. But this excitement can lead to an over-exuberance, which in turn can lead to poor decision-making. Newbies will want to get started so badly that a mediocre or poor deal will begin to look good. Many will think that they just need to get their first deal and then things will flow from there. And while there is some truth to that statement, you cannot let your guard down and take any deal just to get one done. Rely on your numbers and intuition. Being too trusting. Many first-timers are simply way too trusting. The sad part of this business is the fact that you get to see a totally different side of people when dealing with tenants, contractors, and other investors. These dealings often leave us more experienced folks with a discerning eye and a fine-tuned BS detector, if you will. I hate to say it, but you sort of have to come into this business thinking everyone is trying to get into your pocket and pull one over on you. Not everyone is, of course, but there are many out there who are. Always remember that if the story sounds too good to be true, it likely is. Trust, but verify, is a good mantra to have. Remember to get everything in writing and to be very careful about who you give your money to. It can be very hard to get it back. Number three, not doing basic research. Most newbies understand that they have to run the numbers on any deal, but there's some other basic research that can and should be done to prevent a potentially serious mistake. The internet has made this so simple now. Simply running the property and the seller through Google is one simple way that, you know, actually might yield some interesting results. You never know what you might find and learn. Forcing the numbers is the next mistake. Perhaps this is a bit related to item number one, like we talked about before, but I've seen new investors think that they can bend the numbers to their will, <laughs> that they can kind of force the deal to work. The thing is, they can't. The numbers don't lie. And if they're telling you that a deal is not there, believe it's not there and move on. Sure, you run your numbers again, look for mistakes, even ask for advice from a trusted investor friend. But if the numbers still say no, just move on. Nothing will end your career more quickly than getting into a bad deal. Number five, underestimating rehab costs. This is a tough one to get an initial hold of. Underestimating a rehab can quickly lead to a busted budget and a quagmire. Rehabs can be very tricky and very complex. There are a lot of things that can be hiding and things that a newbie can easily miss. Your best bet when starting out is to find a simple patch and paint rehab. Otherwise, be sure to get estimates from trusted colleagues or from contractors. 
Again, if the numbers don't work, or if you're just not confident on the costs, move on to the next deal. And the last one before we wrap up for today, the last mistake, thinking real estate investing is easy. (laughs) Real estate investing is not easy. There's no simple, clear-cut formula that will bring you instant success. Don't believe what many of the gurus say and do not be so quick with those credit cards to purchase the dream they are selling. That's all it is. A dream. I assure you that you will quickly get discouraged and end up thinking real estate investing is a scam. Yes, some education is absolutely necessary, and I've bought my fair share of courses over the years, but I've found that you have to work with these courses and tailor them to your own specific needs and circumstances. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it, right? Everyone will make mistakes. You will too, no matter how hard you try not to. I hope those mistakes will be small and end up good learning experiences. I know I've sure made plenty. Some are even pretty big. But the moral of the story is that we survived and learned from them. You can as well. But let's try our best not to make them in the first place. Hopefully you got something out of today's show. Before I leave you, here's a quick tip. Finding an investor-friendly real estate agent can accelerate your path to purchasing your first or next investment property. How do you do that? By visiting biggerpockets.com slash findanagent. That's biggerpockets.com slash findanagent to find a top-rated agent in your backyard. Have a great day and hope to see you right back here tomorrow.